You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Life is full of amazing moments. Some make you laugh, some make you cry, and some are just downright brutal. I'm Rachel Burchett, and this is my Brutal Life. Hello, everybody. I'm taking over the show today. <laughs> I'm Jeremy, and my my guest today is RB. RB. <laughs> RB. RB and JG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Rachel said, "I don't." She said, "You do it. You ask me questions. You take over." So I'm. We're going to talk about uh, soft drinks because um, I haven't had one in a long time. I don't drink Coke or any sort of soft drink. That's probably good. I might if the only time I want one is when I eat popcorn. I totally just lied. I'm sorry. I lied. <laughs> no, I just realized I had a I had a Coke yesterday. Mm. But I but here's the deal. As a as a B dubs. And mm-hmm. I got their third highest hot sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. Uh habanero, something habanero. Ghost uh, pepper. Yeah, ghost. I've had the ghost pepper before, and it's just mm-mm. it's just dumb hot. It's, <laughs> it's like, well, I can't enjoy anything now. But the the habanero was great, and then I, I teared down. I had three different sauces, so I got the habanero, and then I got another uh, something jalapeno, uh, or jalapeno. I, mm, oh, I said it right. It was very good. Is that good? I feel Perfect. like if I say it fast enough, that even jalapeno. if I say it wrong, jalapeno. <laughs> um. So and then the the last one was, of course, you know. Garlic Parmesan. (laughs) No relation. Honey, sweet and sour. Honey's good. I had honey chipotle sauce from, uh, where was that? I don't remember. It's good though. I don't eat anything hot. In fact, Mm. so when I cook, I don't, I really cook and then you season it. Like I'll do garlic and onion and stuff like that, but salt and pepper, you do it. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't like pepper. Mm. Adam loves pepper. And we had went to, Danielle made green beans or something for um, Thanksgiving and he was like these are good and she was like because it's seasoned seasoned pepper or something <laughs> like that and I'm like okay we can buy that but I still don't yeah I don't use it I walked in the kitchen the other day I told Lori I said it would be so cool if we had tomatoes every once in a while <laughs> I don't have tomatoes I don't like tomatoes when he and I first went to the grocery uh-huh. store you know I I've been going to the grocery store getting my same thing for years I it was like you're gonna have to like kind of Tell me what you like. <laughs> right. I don't know. And he's like, okay. So he just starts throwing stuff. Well, that was your first mistake right yeah. there. Uh, well, you he, didn't need to give him that option. Oh, but he, when he's he buys too his, nice. He, he would just be like, I'm just not going to say anything. He did like that the first couple of times. But yeah. when he realized there was nothing that he liked, not nothing, wow. nothing that he liked, he still ate it. <laughs> but he likes some like a uh, hamburger helper. Oh, dude, the stroganoff hamburger helper stroganoff he is the bomb. But and, anyway. and I'm like, okay. That has triggers for me because I had to eat that when I was on food stamps. Ooh, I want to try hamburger helper with venison. We did that. Was it good? What? Yeah, it was really good. I don't eat Ooh. hamburger helper, but he, I made it for him. I loved it. It was mm, great. I bet that would be yes. great. Yes. Okay, shout out to sorry. Jim Bode for giving us the Oh, he's, venison. oh, he did venison. the venison. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I was like. Shout out to Jimbo for giving me my venison. <laughs> hey, Jimbo. <laughs> he's our, he's our, our, our uh, was a source supplier. Supplier. Yeah. And he can feel free anytime he wants to. To, oh yeah. yeah well, if I ever shoot way. a deer, then yeah. I'll not give it away because I'll eat it. Yeah. But you know, yeah. if I Adam, shoot five, Adam but, hunts. He hasn't been hunting yet, but I'm like, okay, you can feel free to shoot. So I don't. Well, know. he can't go hunting again. Like not, if it's right deer, now. it's not. Till, yeah. Yeah. Until next time. 
whenever the next one is. Yeah. Clearly, let's, I don't. Let's talk hunt. about that. <laughs> let's spend let's spend most of this conversation talking about deer hunting because I know it's right up your alley. I know everything about it. Everything. <laughs> if I come home and there's like deer antlers in my refrigerator right. or deer, I'm gonna be like, dude, what I, happened? I gave the antlers to my dogs. They loved it. They, they well, I cut the antlers off and gave them the skull head mm-hmm. and. Oh my God, this thing was picked clean in an, an hour. Well, some of the um, steaks that Jim gave us had the bone in it. Mm. And it took those dogs forever oh, yeah. to eat that. I finally just threw the last little bit away. I'm like, this is like chewing on a piece of tooth. Yeah. And so we threw it away. It's got but, a lot of protein, I've, I'm told. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Marrow, Someone says it's got a lot of protein. Marrow, All bone right. marrow would. Yeah, that works. So, so anyway. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I don't, uh, we just had such a, a deep conversation pre podcast we i want to apologize to you guys because we shouldn't have done that i know it's it's my fault i know well it's our fault it just we just kind of like rolled into it right and then it's really hard to stop and put the headsets on and pick up organically again yeah well it's not gonna happen although it is gonna happen watch this all right so it's the end of the world (laughs) no so so here's uh, i'm getting comfortable I know. Oh, I'm even going to lower down. I don't even care if I'm in frame. All right. Okay. I mean, I kind of care, but it's all right. Um, So it's the end of the world as we know it. Um, That's a song, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I told you, like, when you walked in, you said, how are you doing? I said, well, it's World War III. And it took me a minute to go, oh, he's watching the news. Well, yeah. Because I don't watch the news. Yeah, I don't watch the news either. Oh, dude, I went into a gun shop this weekend. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I just called me dude. Uh, Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Dude. (laughs) So I go to this, that's a good thing. What up, I call Lori dude. So that's something. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I went in this gun shop. Uh, Jim and I both went in there and, uh, <laughs> I do this just to get a rise out of people. It's so fun. So they have Fox news on. And so uh-huh. I'm sitting there at the counter. I'm like, why aren't you guys playing CNN? <laughs> <laughs> in Oklahoma, you just Every, the whole, oh yeah. The shop. whole room just stopped and looked at me and, and I, you know me, I stay as dry as I can for a long time. Like I wanted to sound really like I'm serious and only the owner who knows me, only he knew for sure, but he's real dry too. So he just looked at me and went, all right, get out. <laughs> What's yeah, that pace? Come here, get a rope. Exactly. Get a rope. So, no, so yeah, the, so I wasn't, that's been my news exposure. I don't actually watch the news. I listen to Tim Pool. Shout out to Tim Pool at timcast.com. Become a member. Uh, and may, I don't even get a kickback for that. You don't. Um, you don't have to become a member. But but here's, you know, Tim Pool, what I like, he's a, he's a commentary guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he does a lot. He's a freelance journalist. And so what I love about it is, he has a podcast that I listen to at night. Um, it usually comes around about seven or eight Mm -hmm. and it's a combination of these three videos that he releases through the course of a day that are just, here's some of the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. Here's what it could mean. He, he comments on it and he gives his opinions, but it's very centrist. Right. Um, that's good to know because like probably my audience for the brutal life is my age and older, maybe a little younger. And, I don't, I said to you, I don't listen to the news a whole lot. I'm yeah. aware of what's going on, but, but I meant my, my family, they're patriot, you know, they're patriots. I mean, sure. they are, get your, we're going, you know, and, and I, I get that and I support that, but I can't focus on that. Yeah. It'll tear I, you up. It, yeah. I can't, but there are some people that 
can handle that. You know, it's, it's, that's why I love the word brutal mm-hmm. because even though the things that are happening around us are brutal, when I sit and look at my, what I'm focused on, it's my, my family, my kids and my, my calendar, what's going on in the year, in the months to come. Mm-hmm. And there, World War Three. Yeah, that's put not it in on there. my calendar. Oh, it cannot okay. happen. I'll send you a meeting <laughs> request so you know. I need to know what date that's going to happen because it's not on my yeah. calendar. But the things that are on my calendar. March 13th. Go ahead. Ooh, 13th. Is that a Friday? I don't know. I'm just saying that. Yeah, that would be wild. Totally making it up. But man, ooh. That'd be interesting. <laughs> um, but the things on my calendar to me, are they're beautiful things. And that's where my attention is right now. That's where God has me. And this podcast and the things that are going to be happening with this podcast in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Hashtag tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, hashtag. Who's using the hashtags anymore? Probably old if you do that. Mm, I hadn't even thought about that. They're still used. They are minimal. But nobody says it. No, and I just did. God, I'm you're so old. old. I know. Just showed my age. But my my world gray in is my beard. <laughs> very prominent. Right you're you're going to be Santa. Uh, yeah, I'm growing it. I, I'm just not shaving anything at this point. Noah. Yeah, there and it is. So, so I, I'm focused on the beautiful side, and I know there's a lot of people like when when we when we first went into quarantine or 2020, um, people women were coming to the in the, the shop saying, you know, about this COVID thing or. It wasn't even called COVID back then. It was called Corona. Corona. Yeah. Coronavirus. You got the Rona. Yeah. And I, I kept thinking that sounds like a beer. Corona. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was so not in tune with what was going to happen around me. One, because my world was all full of uncertainty at the time. I just got a divorce. I'm selling the house, trying to make ends meet. How is that going to work? And I need to work. And, and I remember saying to God, if I, if you need me to hear something, I need you to let me hear it in an echo. Let mm. me hear it two or three times and that will get my attention and I, and I, I, will, I will know it's you. Other than that, God, I'm just going to keep my head down and keep focused on what you're telling me to do next. And I roll that over into now. I'm very aware of what's going on in my world and what it, what that looks like. But yet if I focus on that, I will get off of the mission that I feel like God's called me to do, mm-hmm. which is just keep my head down. This is what's coming up in the future and just keep doing what I've told you to do. Sounds like Dory theology. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just keep <laughs> swimming. Just keep swimming. Exactly. Kind of, sort of. Why not? And right? the theology of, of what what's happening now? Uh, what, what's happening right. in her short-term memory? Right. I'm, I, I'm not oblivious um, I always tend tend to fall on the delusional optimist, that's, you know. Yeah, nothing and wrong with that. <laughs> so yeah, there's so I. But I'm appreciative for people like you mm-hmm. and people in my family that okay, give me what I need to know. Okay, I'm gonna put that over here. I'm gonna put that most over people here. in my circle just need to know if, if you hear sirens going off and there's not a tornado, <laughs> yeah. you probably should head east somewhere or to my house. Yeah. Depending on what you think the sirens are. You just said that live. You're having a lot of people at your house. I don't care. All right, good, because we'll be here. Dude, it's a party, man. I got a fire pit. (laughs) If we're going out, we'll go out together. And I mean, I'll put, yes, I'll put all the wood up there, man. We'll have, we'll dance around it too. Yeah. I got Bluetooth speakers. (laughs) 
Hey, <laughs> if, if we're not having fun, I ain't participating. I'm just saying, you know. But that that's kind of how I am for me. It is for me in this world of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's personal worlds are in uncertain. And so the the best advice I can give is just keep God in your crosshairs. Yeah. Whatever you're believing, you know, because I know people that are believing all across the board. Right. And I'm not here to say one thing or the other but whatever you're believing above that keep god at the forefront of your mind the thing is i often think of do you remember the the tsunami uh it was on uh sri lanka yeah they called Mm -hmm. it the boxing day tsunami i think i don't know christmas it's christmas day or around there anyway yeah yes it was yeah so that tsunami uh there's a lot of stories that came out of that it killed uh, if i remember right it's like 200,000 people or something like an insane number of people died and so much so that you can't fathom it. Right. You think to yourself, uh, that's a lot of people. Right. But then when you put it into some, some real perspective, like, okay, that's like four times the size of the entire population of Choctaw or five times the size, you know, or whatever, everybody, every human, not, not a bunch of them, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. a ton of them. So when you think about that and then you hear the stories of whole families who survive but are separated, Mm. who get washed away and then find each other months Mm -hmm. later or weeks later, whatever happened. And so there were so much survival stories. And I'm not passing judgment of like God watched them and didn't watch the others. That's not my point. But my point is that um, even amidst total desolation. Chaos. And yes, and that, that there are still in buildings that collapse, people survive, mm-hmm. right? A lot mm-hmm. of people die, but people survive yeah. and, and they shouldn't. Right? right. But things fall just so, and they manage to survive. And I think that it's important to recognize that, um, if you are not done on this earth, you will survive. One of the right. greatest things that ever happened to me is vision. Right. When you have vision, you don't you're and and you believe it. Some people have vision and it's more like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if right? right. That's a dream. But when you have vision, you are certain this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when you're certain this is going to happen, you're kind of fearless. Correct. Because it's like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, like I can't die because that hadn't happened. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a vision when I was a teenager and it had a timeline attached to it. And I mean, I knew, mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen until I'm 30 something or whatever it was. Obviously now I know it's very clear, but, <laughs> but I mean, any fear I had just was like on a plane. I thought, well, even if a plane goes down, I'm I'll survive. survive. <laughs> right. I, re- I remember traveling because I had, there were certainty things in my world that I like, no, this has to happen. This right. will happen. And I can remember cognitively getting on a plane saying, no, we're not going to die. Even with, you know, turbulence and all that. No, because I've got stuff I know he wants me to do. Mm-hmm. There's certainty in my heart. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent, that's what I was anchored to. Right. And I was I was going to survive. But back to the Sri Lanka thing, no matter what happens in our world, what I, because did you watch that movie with the, the tsunami, the Sri Lanka tsunami? I forget uh. what it was called, but it was such a powerful movie. Um, I've seen it twice now. And there are so many amazing little clue points that survivors or families that were con- dis- disassociated from one another one another there are these little clues that they begin to pick up on to find their way back to one another it was mm. almost as if god gave them secret hidden messages that only they knew mm. and it pointed them towards the path they should go 
I believe it. So that I think God communicates with us like that. And cause it's that specific verbiage that only you and him know. But then the other thing I believe, no matter what happens in our world, what I loved about that movie was it was the coming together of people, regardless of race, beliefs, age, gender, uh, preference. They came together to survive. We are built to connect and come together. We have to have that. And I think at the as the closer we get to the end, Mm -hmm. so to speak, um, you're going to see more pockets of people coming together. Yeah. Because that's, that's God's heart. The, any, I I truly believe anything that separates or divides, um, with strife is not God's heart. Right. Sanctification and division are two different things. Absolutely. Sanctification is a biblical setting apart. Yep. Division Mm -hmm. is an evil, Intent mm-hmm. to, divide to divide and conquer. Yeah, divide. And kill, and, destroy. Yes, steal, kill, and destroy. Right. And if you if you take, I don't want to use the, if you discern every situation with, is this, am I supposed to be separated from this? Or is this dividing? Mm-hmm. Then you, you'll know a fragment of God's heart. And you always follow God's heart follow God's heart and because I've gone through division mm-hmm. and I've gone through separation and both of them are hard but one has fruit and one has death I have come to give you life and life more abundantly John Denton and I think I was on the um, one of the podcasts we had talked about you're gonna go through something but when you go through something with holy spirit and with god's heart in your crosshairs it's like controlled trauma in the surgical room mm, right know, versus the car wreck where there's blood and trauma and chaos everywhere mm-hmm. there has to be separation in the sur- in the surgical room for healing to come right the separation that happened in a wreck was division and there was death and so they're both hard to go through, but the life that comes out of the coming together, we have to have as humans. It's a basic human core need. Yeah. It's a design. And healing because they came together and they healed through the trauma and chaos right. that was thrusted upon them. And so I say that to say, no matter what happens in our world, whatever trauma is thrusted upon us, um, not just America. I mean, our world is being, <laughs> right. our world is being traumatized right. and we feel that. Um, we we still come together. We still come under that. Where's God's heart? I need to connect because I know in in my in my dismantling that God took me through the controlled trauma. Mm-hmm. It was still painful, but one of the things that kept me going was giving to somebody else, giving um, God's heart, giving love, giving compassion, taking someone in, taking the broken in. When I didn't have much. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had this. I remember God saying, you have this house, take them in. Okay, I don't know how long this house is going to be here, but right. as, of as, right long now, as, as long as it is, as long as it is, you have a place here. And I think I think that's what we'll start seeing. As much as chaos yeah. is going to take place, you'll see God's heart. Well, manifested. where grace abounds, or sin abounds, grace, grace much abounds more abounds, more. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- I said something on the phone today with somebody, and uh, I kind of reminded of it, or you reminded me of it, where I said, you know, there... The, People often come together over their dysfunction instead yeah. of their unity. What yeah. brings them joy? So this it makes me mad. 
And in fact, they do so in greater numbers. It's so funny. Monsters Inc., right? Mm-hmm. Monsters Inc., they, they, the monsters fueled their whole, this is a cartoon yeah. for those of you who watch it. Pixar. Yeah. They, they fueled their whole economy on the screams of fear from kids, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So what they found is joy was more powerful. Yes. That's the moral of the story. The Spoiler best, alert if you haven't seen that. Best plot twist ever. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> But this is how our world is right now too, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea of division and factions and creating people and, and setting people apart to to war with each other, uh, this is how the world is fueled. This is how the news is fueled. We have bought into this lie, this corruption, mm-hmm. and instead of coming together for the good things. And I remember John Krasinski during the pandemic put out a thing called SGN, which is funny because mm-hmm. of Stream Grace Network, but mm-hmm. his was called Some Good News. Mm. And he would get on there and it was just, it was something he did from his house. And I think it's still going on today. John Krasinski is uh, from the office. He's uh, Jim yeah. from the office. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he would just talk about good stories. And it's, it awesome. I can remember years ago, Sean talking about um, turning CNN off. And what if we had a news station that only broadcast good news, mm-hmm. that only brought happy stories, good stories, the, the life-giving stories and i think that's why it's so powerful when you're going through something hard that this brings energy this brings connection and then there's laughter laughter heals joy is an energy that is it's it moves Mm -hmm. and so if you've ever been around those people that are um just peaceful they're just peaceful and you get around them and you're like, oh, I just feel peaceful. <laughs> I truly believe there are people on this earth that just radiate joy. Adam works with a guy and I've seen him twice now and his smile is freaking contagious. <laughs> you look at him and go, you just make me happy. Mm. I've never met somebody that carries the gift of joy to the degree that, that this one does. And, um, he just, I don't know what it is. It's it's just an effervescence. You can't pinpoint it and you can't duplicate it. Right. He it, It's real. It's real and he can't fake it. Mm-hmm. He can't hide it. He can't, you know, try to disguise it. It's just in him. And I swear, if you got around him, you'd think. And I every time I'm around him, I'm like, you have the best smile. You just <laughs> make me happy. And um, that's the kind of stuff that God is going to start just infusing in our world is because we have to laugh. We mm-hmm. have to have joy. And there's people out there, I think, w- built with these gifts of peace, of joy, of patience, of kindness. You, you see them radiating those that, that f- basically fruit mm-hmm. of the spirit that's in them. They're reflecting those properties of God because it's going to draw all unto him. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. I'm not saying anybody's perfect but they have a gift Mm -hmm. and God's going to start highlighting those gifts, shining those on those gifts because it, it draws people to life. It's life giving. I would much rather be around somebody who's flawed, but has a gift of joy than somebody who's bitterness, angry (laughs) and is successful. Right. You know, I don't want to be around that, especially in this time because those things that gray matter, I don't need the weight on me. Mm -hmm. I need the light of the gift of the father on mm. me. And so it's good. But it's community. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's a total community. This is one of the series we're going to talk about at Redux, mm-hmm. uh, is community and, uh, what it really looks like. Cause I don't think we were, rem- mm-hmm. we know this. I no. think, I think we think we know. Yeah. And I, it, taking that word community, it, 
in church, we try to manufacture these. Some kind of jumping the gun a little bit. Go here, for it. We manufacture. <laughs> what do I get? It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, what am I talking about? <laughs> I can say whatever I want. <laughs> Look at the screen. It says my brutal life. <laughs> You're on the left. See, your first. I'm second there. I don't know if you know that. I'm going to talk about whatever I want, darling. Um, but it, community and church. I, I can't tell you how many times we try to program small groups. <laughs> hashtag forced community. It's a great idea. It is a great idea. Mm-hmm. But anytime we tried to manufacture it, put parameters around it, put contents and verbiage around it, and then say, okay, now pick a group. Right. People just kind of go, wah, wah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do you that. You know what's funny about that, Rachel? Even people who are friends and meet on the regular, if they get put in the same group, like, I'm out. that night sucks for them. I'm out, yes. It's weird. It's weird. You know it's why? Because nobody wants to be forced or coerced. Mm-hmm. No, it's organic. Wow. Sorry, I'm, it's I don't or- mean to yell. <laughs> a little passionate about this. I am a little passionate about it. I understand. But you just tell people, you don't even tell people anyway, they're already connecting. Right. They're already connecting. They're this already is the, doing This that. is what's the problem is why does any human have to step into something that's already working? I don't understand I know, that. It I know. frustrates me. Well, hey, look, there's a friendship say, there. Praise God. Let's pray for him. Yeah, I would say ego. Well, ego would make ego, man want to step sure. in and 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 do that. Okay. To confine it and to control it and say this is. But That's how many dumb. times we do that? I know, I know it is. Dumb. I have no other no other adjective. That's it's dumb. dumb. But we did it all the time. Yeah. Because we wanted to say we're a church of fifty connect groups and and connect groups are a way to grow to the, grow the church. It just didn't work. I remember that it scripture. Didn't work. Where was that one found again? Yeah, connect. Speculation, verse four. Speculation, chapter three, verse four. The book of spec. The book of. Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> speculation, <laughs> chapter four, verse. I already told the you book the address. Of throw it out there and see if it works. <laughs> right. Throw it on the wall, see if it sticks, as they say. It, that, that that's the thing. It just blows my mind, and it and I think you're right. I mean, it does come down to manipulation, control. You know, those and those maybe are even hard words. I I, know. I often I often find myself in conversation with people who have rejected church. I'm not one of those guys, in spite of what a lot of people might think. Me neither. But right. but a lot of people I get in those conversations, and I have to remind them that the people who they're their uh the object of their frustration they didn't do it on purpose mm-hmm. most of the time like i don't think they did i i having I worked in the church right and you've been working in the church you know the hearts of these folks but but we're trained from the be- moment we get in because the people who were training us were trained and because of people groomed. Who, we're right groomed. every we, we're taught this is how we're supposed to do it so we you know as we get older and we start objectively critically thinking about things Thank you. when you start doing that you're like well that's as I said before, that's dumb and that's dumb and that's dumb. And there's no, when you talk about fruit earlier, fruit that remains, right? Fruit that lasts. I can produce fruit. This is a huge one that drives me nuts. I'm ranting and I apologize <laughs> ahead of time because I'm still going to do it. Um, so, so we go and, and we judge everything by the fruit. Dude, you're a believer. There's going to be fruit, mm-hmm. but is it just wimpy, crappy little right. fruit or is it real robust right. fruit? right. right. That's the right, problem. Right. Well, is it, is the fruit, all the, is it a bowl of fruit that we don't even know what it is? Right. Or, well, I think I used the analogy. It's like a berry. Of, well, what kind or, of berry is that? I don't know. It's kumquat. Oh, gosh. It's the worst it's thing the worst. you could have said. <laughs> well, it's the one I always throw out there with. Stop it. Because it's the weirdest one. <laughs> you could go with dragon fruit, passion fruit, strawberry, no, orange, 
please it's don't. It's the weirdest one. I don't like it. Because I don't want to produce that. Yeah. I want robust I don't fruit. want you to ever say but it again. But you know again. what? Okay, I want to say it again. <laughs> you can. But. I'm just telling you what, what I'm. Ha- so it's kind of like this. So you make a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> the copy is going to be right. dried up fruit. Have you ever seen Multiplicity? I don't know. Dude, great, 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 stupid movie. Okay. Michael Keaton. He goes know. and he clones himself. Oh, yeah, 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 And yeah, then yeah. he makes clones yes. of the clones. Mm-hmm. And the last clone's like a total moron. Yes, yeah, right. Anyway. But Spoiler that's <laughs> what grooming and conditional thinking does. Yeah. It dumbs down our ability to go, this doesn't. Right. This isn't right. And. It's like a tape ministry in, in today's world. It's like you teach someone how to do a tape ministry oh, yeah. and then they teach someone how to do a tape yeah. ministry. And here we are in 2022 and they're duplicating cassette tapes. <laughs> Like not and they're like, why isn't this effective? I feel like I'm doing a great mm-hmm. job duplicating tapes. You are. Nobody, Nobody uses, uses tapes. Nobody uses them anymore. Right. So right. that's why you're There's not effective. There's a different <laughs> way of doing that right. now. And if you don't critical think to find a different way. But what you, having worked with you and watching you, you being a critical thinker in an environment where only conditioned thinking is approved. <laughs> Oops. That's a problem. <laughs> you were... <laughs> See, I don't know what I would have been called a Jezebel. You would have been called a, uh, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? Always got fought. Got, oh, you know, you know. Oh, Absalom. Absalom. Yeah. Yeah. I was was called an Absalom. I was called, I've been called Jezebel, but it's because. I like Absalom. I know, I know. I don't. We've talked about that on another podcast. I don't like Jezebel. (laughs) There's nothing good about her. Well, and yeah, Absalom. Did terrible bad things, but he was for, not all bad. Right. For <laughs> right. a bigger cause. Yeah. But you doing, so we're going, if we're talking about community and connecting, what you did, so the, the program is small groups in the church and it's forced and nobody's really stepping up to be leaders and nobody's getting involved. And as a leader, you've got to go find four couples and put this weird pressure on them to be right. in your group. But what you did very organically was you connected with a lot of people in church environment and you had relationship via coffee having them over going out which is still a small group it just has no boundaries put around it and accountability accountability. and it was but then i can't tell you how many times i saw leadership get jealous Mm. of what you were able to do because now you're a threat you became a threat hence absalom Exactly. I mean, literally, that's the I know, story, right? I know, I yeah. know. But what community is and what we're going to see, I feel like, in when chaos becomes closer, is organic, critical thinking ways to connect with people because it's life-giving. Yeah, we have gotten so spoiled to life that we don't, that's why we don't think critically because everything works for mm-hmm. us, right? Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> how many times somebody calls me with a problem with their phone or computer or something, mm-hmm. And they say, hey, uh, my iPhone's not responding when I do this. And I say, okay. And I pull up Google and I type exactly what they said to me. (laughs) No variation. And I hit enter. And I say, uh, have you tried turning it off and on again? Or, you know, whatever it is. Oh, I hadn't tried that yet. All right, give that a shot and holler back at me. Dude, you're a genius. Right. No, I'm really not. I just Google. I actually have a problem with my phone right now. 
Well, don't ask me about it. I've asked you about it, and I've you Googled did. it. Yeah. What'd you ask, what is it? Okay, so... See, I just totally don't even care, apparently. Cause. But I'm I, I'm searching for some community and connecting. <laughs> if you can ha- answer this problem, I really need help. So, it doesn't do with everybody that calls me. I've said this to you. Oh, yeah. But let's just say Lori calls me. Yeah. So, she'll call my number. It doesn't ring. Right. And she decides to leave a voice. It goes straight to voicemail. I know exactly what's like going on. You do. Right yeah. now, I know exactly what's going on. Can I see your phone? Do you really? I'm going to solve this problem live. Are you Well, really? recorded. Maybe. I okay. think so. Let me see. All right. Oh, you got to hide everything? No. <laughs> I'm going to open it up for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think I have... It's closed. No. How did, no it's closed. Uh, okay. Don't... Nobody, nobody can see it. Okay. I looked at the screen. It's fine. <laughs> then they have to get your phone anyway. Okay. But uh, so let me tell the you people talk what while it's doing. I'm doing okay. this it's so let's be just boring. say, for example, Lori calls your me. Your phone's set up really cool. Thank you. All those little widgets and you stuff. Like that? That's nice. Thanks. So Lori calls me. It goes straight to voicemail, which makes Lori think I rejected her call, <laughs> and yeah. I didn't. It's making me look really bad. So Lori decides to leave a voicemail. It's taking her voicemail and texting you. And texting me and putting it in a in a text, and I'm and the so the text is transcribing the voicemail and I'm getting it in text form, and I don't even yeah. know she called. I don't even know she called, and so then maybe that night, then the voicemail will appear. Yeah, that's weird. I was wrong. It's not what I thought it was. I said it to Gabe too, and and he just went, "Huh?" Oh, he calls me. <laughs> I mean, after he's Googled and I'm, it. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I think people think I'm lying to them. They think I'm just rejecting their Well, calling. I know that you're lying to me. I'm not. I, <laughs> but then it's only some some of them. Well, okay, so. Um, like Adam can call me. And my kids will call me. You, you, I get it. Okay, so let me look at one other thing. Because I bet you, um, maybe not. No, not if you get mine. Because I'm not in your favorites list, right? Mm-mm. See, because, so typically what I initially you thought. Call, you should call me. And see if it works. Okay. <laughs> what I... <laughs> I got so excited this about This is so funny. Like, this is even happening right now. This is brutal. It you know, is. when people have trouble with their phones... You're not in my favorites either, so... Okay, we'll see if it works. You know. <laughs> just so but, we're you clear. know, my mom was in my favorites and it was doing it to her. Oh, okay. Well, typically, for those of you who don't know, if you have an iPhone and you have uh, Do Not Disturb turned on, your favorites, there's an option where your favorites ring through. Mm-hmm. So then only your favorites will ring through. Mm-hmm. Everybody else goes straight to voicemail. Yeah. Now, see, Adam is one of my emergency contacts, so he'll it'll ding mm. on my watch and my phone regardless if I have my phone All right. uh, on silent. I don't have your phone number. That's obviously not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 555. Right. <laughs> Uh, is it uh, eight six seven five three zero nine? Did it ring? Because I'm I've got your voicemail right now. Okay. Did it go to voicemail? Yeah, I leave I, a message. Oh, well, I just hung up. I, oh, the number I dialed is the mobile. Is that the right one to dial? Yeah. So okay, we're gonna do it again. Okay. And you're gonna leave a message. Okay. Everybody be quiet. Okay. <laughs> Everybody be oh. quiet. It's ringing now. Oh, because I rang through twice. See, that's how that works. If you ring twice, something about your do not disturb. Okay, when we get off air, I'm going to find it for you because okay. because this is the solution. You if they're not if they're not, I think somewhere in your contacts you've probably got a category that you don't know about because if they call twice, it will ring through. Okay, and a lot of times, so the it, it was my mom, and then I have a girlfriend in Illinois that it does every time, but then a lot of it's new clients. Yeah. That. I don't have their number or they've only called me once or twice. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not really good for business. I got to figure that out. 
That's not good. No. We're six minutes into this conversation if you want to change. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean... It's br- that's brutal. It is. It's and brutal. if we had live chats going on right now, we We'd would just follow that. I know. We'd be like, okay, what do you guys want to talk I know. about? I know. I mean, we could just be done. <laughs> we should be because I mean, it's totally... 35 minutes. <laughs> I mean, like... I think we just had such a strong <laughs> pre-conversation <laughs> that when we got into this, my brain was like, I need to... My brain was stretched. I'll just tell you that. My yeah, dude, I messed with you. You did. I broke I broke your brain. You did. You came up against some <laughs> deep roots of longevity thing I've been yeah. taught my whole life. But I love, I think if we could leave our listeners with anything, I love being a student mm-hmm. and a teacher. Right. I didn't sit here and debate you. I didn't sit here and go, well, you are wrong or the Bible says this or scripture says I, didn't, I was like, huh, I need to like wrap my brain around that. This is why I think it's important. I wish we could have captured it. I know. Uh, outside of the content itself, probably would have messed with a bunch of it you. It would have, yeah. But, <laughs> it would have. But here's why I think it's so important is because I wasn't trying to convince you of anything. No, we just rolled into a conversation. You, yeah, something you said, then I said, and then you asked me a question, and I gave you an answer that surprised you. Because I said, where do we find hope? Right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> My answer was in Jesus, just so everyone knows. It ultimately that is the was true in statement. Jesus, yeah. Um, but... But my point is, is that that conversation was how things should be. And yeah. and in, in Redux, and I don't I won't belabor that, but that's precisely what will happen right. with those conversations. Right. We will have them live for people to draw their own conclusions because they're hearing from God themselves. And right. I think this is the key. It's called peaceful discourse. It's beautiful. It's how we grow mm-hmm. and learn. Because what was one of the things I told you, you know, when we speak in black and whites, and I'm, I'm do that too. I mean, mm-hmm. that's my nature. However, I'm really quick to say, when I say I believe something, that doesn't mean I'll go to my grave believing it. Right. It means right, right now as we're talking, right. this is where I land. Right. You show me the mathematical equation that two plus two equals four, then I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. But what I loved about what we, the conversation we had was you sharing your thoughts and opinions and beliefs to me was not shared to me in attempt to change me. No. Uh-uh. And my deep-seated you know belief in that wasn't offended it wasn't uh it didn't feel like i was dumb or wrong it was like okay that's hitting up against something uh and i know jeremy loves me and i love jeremy let me me see if i can let me see if god needs to stretch my thinking a minute Mm. and but at the end of the day if i never change towards what you believe and you know it's like (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And to me, that's where you just go. That To me, that's God's heart. Mm. It doesn't matter what we believe. It doesn't matter what we think. It's that at the end of the day, we have the same mission. Yeah. And that's. And, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. We have uncompromisables that yep. we do agree on. Right. And that's the important thing. Right. And, and this is, if you see this everywhere, we can go into scripture and if we try to find the list of what nots to do's. In scripture, we're gonna we're gonna eventually end because scripture's done being written apparently, um, but but if we look at the what to do's, that list is so super short, mm-hmm. and it's easier. Yeah. Right. Whatever yeah. you set your eyes on, that's what you're gonna do. If right. I look at what I'm not supposed to do, I'm gonna, gonna do, do it. it. If I look at what I'm supposed to do, I'm gonna, I'm do, gonna it. do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, there's. I guess I'll play the outro music. Yes, it so was you, good. I opened you close. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. 
if it seemed random, I believe it wasn't random. I believe there was something in the pockets of all those conversations that you needed to hear. Like and share this message. Join the Stream Grace Network. Listen to all the podcasters because I know there will be something there that you need to hear. Have a good night. See you soon.